Ho, 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 everyone, and welcome back to uh, another episode of my uh, little journey, my little Christmas miracle. And uh, last episode, I kind of talked to you about some of the uh, the mental battles that I had to overcome to, uh, you know, to, to find my way back, so to speak. In this episode, what I want to do is I want to share with you uh, my conversation with Terry and what happened with that. So... I reached out to Terry's executive assistant and I said, hey, you know what? Uh, Terry seems to think my podcast is like I don't understand it or understand what it can do. So I was wondering if he and I could have lunch and I could share some things with him. And she's like, yes, how about this Friday? Well, that was like two days away. (laughs) And I was like, "Uh, sure, I will make the time for Terry. I was surprised at how quickly he got back to me. Anyways, I go and I meet Terry for lunch. And uh, as he and I are talking... Uh, he says to me, so tell me about your dream. And it kind of took me aback a little bit because usually, you know, when I talk to people, they're like, you know, what's going on or what's happening. But he said, you know, tell me about your dream. Didn't say, tell me about your business. Didn't say, so anyways, I started talking to him about the podcast and what my original mission for the podcast was and how it transformed and how I really want to capture these inspiring stories and I want to get it into as many ears as possible. And, you know, my, my goal is, of course, is that everybody in the state of Michigan, I want them to hear this show because it really is inspirational. And to tell you the truth, if you think about that show Shark Tank on TV, it's like top rated show, like one of the most popular shows that are out there. And I think the reason why is because, you know, people like to, first off, they like to hear a good story. So when those doors open and the entrepreneurs step into the shark tank, they always have a story and they always go for the tearjerker story, right? And some of them are really moving, which is just, you know, if you can make a shark cry, you're getting a deal. That's unless you're a complete, you know, idiot. (laughs) Anyway. So as I'm sharing, you know, with Terry, you know, my vision and stuff, and and I said, you know, I want every I want every ear in Michigan to hear this. He starts to talk to me about a parable, and this parable comes from this book that's called The Dream Giver. Uh, you probably should get it. It's it's really good. It's I've actually uh, got a copy of the book after my conversation with Terry. I read it, and it's really awesome. Uh, it's a story about the the main character. His name is Ordinary. And he lives in the land of familiar. One day, the dream giver gives him a dream. And he decides to leave familiar to pursue his dream. And it talks about obstacles that are along the way. And, you know, the the people who are trying to block his path. And, uh, you know, little things like characters. You know, there's like character for faith that's in there that he's supposed to follow. When he gets lost in the wasteland, I mean, it really is a cute parable. Well, he starts talking to me about my dream and how it matches the parable that is in the book, which is absolutely true. And as I'm sitting there and I'm listening to him and he's talking about dreams and stuff, and he goes, what I do is I consider myself to be a champion. Well, a champion, if you read the Dream Giver book, the champion is somebody who helps you on your path to achieving your dream. So first off, this is the importance of making sure that you articulate your dream, that you share your dream. So many times I get lost in the business 
that I forget that the business was inspired because of a dream, because of a vision that I had. Well, a champion is somebody that you meet that can help you to achieve you know, your next step, whatever that might be, or to give you a leg up, or maybe even introduce you to the right person. Well, in my particular case, when he asked me, how can I help you? I didn't know how, because truth be told, I had only known Terry for a very short period of while. I didn't know everybody that's in his network, but again, it's about communicating your dream. And I told Terry, I said, you know what? If I could get my podcast onto the radio, that would be awesome. Terry pulls out his phone and he says, I actually know somebody who owns seven radio stations around the state of Michigan. How about if I set up a lunch between the three of us? And my jaw hit the floor. Never in a million years did I ever think that something like this was going to happen with my conversation with Terry. And I said, you know what? That would be great. And Furthermore, my schedule is now completely open. So whenever you can meet, I can meet. He's like, okay, I'll have my assistant set that up. And I was like, okay, great. Terry and I finished lunch. Obviously, on my drive back home, I'm like cloud nine. This is awesome. This is great. I can't believe this. Just having the opportunity to be able to talk to a station owner, general manager, about the show, even if he can't help me, maybe he knows somebody who can. So anyways, I did not touch the ground, I think, for, you know, the next few days. Now, what was funny is, is the assistant reached out and said, hey, are you available on Monday or Wednesday? And I said, I'm available whenever the station manager is available. Boom. <laughs> We're having lunch on Monday, right? So this is like two days later. Two, you know, it's amazing how quickly these things happen. I meet. Terry and the station owner for lunch. And Terry warned me ahead of time that the station owner kind of like tells it, tells it like it is, right? He's not going to sugarcoat it. He's not going to inflate your ego or anything else like that. He is going to be very direct with you. And you know what? I'm cool with that. I am not interested in somebody trying to, you know, blow smoke or blow sunshine, you know, up my, you know, what? I'm not interested in that at all. What I'm interested in is the reality of the situation, what can be done and what can't be done. And so we meet, and of course the station owner says, well, tell me about your show. So I proceed to tell him, and he's listening intently. And he says, okay, so I actually, I really like the idea behind the show. Have you done any interviews? And I said, yeah, I've done almost 90 of them. He says, okay, he says, because I haven't had an opportunity to listen to your interview with uh, Terry yet. Now, I thought my interview with Terry was really good. So I was like, yeah, listen to that one. That one would be a good one as well. And then I asked him, I said, what, what else can I possibly do to, uh, you know, like get the show like ready for the radio? So he gave me a couple of other guidelines to follow, which I made mental notes on. And he was talking to me about the different ways to get the show on the radio. There's like a revenue sharing model. I could pay to play. Uh, that's if they found the show good enough. And I'm sitting there in my chair and I'm trying to think, cause I'm not, I'll be honest with you. I don't consider myself to be a particularly good salesperson. <laughs> 
So I'm sitting there and I'm listening to him and I'm trying to think of, man, how can I just ask him if I can get my show on his radio station? Well, that's where your champion comes in. Because Terry says to, you know, the station owner, what do we need to do to get Cliff's show on your radio? And I, I almost burst out laughing. Kept that inside, though. So anyways, the station owner goes, looks at me, and he goes, well, that's up to you. What do you want to do? And I was like, well, I said, listen to Terry's episode. Give me some feedback, right? Let me format some episodes to, to match your requirements. And if they can pass your test, then let's just move the ball forward. And he's like, all right, that sounds good to me. I'm shocked at how quickly this came together. But I'm thinking to myself, well, okay. You know, now is your opportunity. So I go home and I start uh, working on some episodes per his specifications. And I work on it for a couple days. And I reach out to the station owner. He gave me a cell number, which is always a good sign. And I said, hey, did you get a chance to listen to your epi- the, the, the episode? And he said, yeah, I listened to about 10 minutes of it. You've got really bad mic bleed. And my head snapped back. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, what's mic bleed? Well. For those of you that don't know, mic bleed is when you've got two microphones and your microphone picks up your guests and your guest microphone picks up you. That's mic bleed. So I had to go in and clean that up, which I did. First, I had to learn what it was, how to fix it. So I went in and cleaned it up, put it out there. And he's like, this is, this is way better. And I was like, cool. Well, I had another interview lined up and he said, why don't you come to the radio station, do the interview there on our, on our equipment? So I'm thinking, wow, this is like a leg up. So I contacted the next person I was going to interview. And I said, hey, we're doing it at the radio station. And of course, I should have known. She says, oh, I know the radio station owner. And I'm like, yep, I should have known. Should have known. All these people play at the same level. Anyway, we meet at the radio station. They show me how to work the equipment, which is phenomenal. And we do the interview. Of course, once again, I can, I can already tell it's going to have mic bleed. Her and I are sitting maybe about six feet apart. And I just know that how sensitive those microphones are that we've got mic bleed going on. But that's okay. Well, we get done recording and I walk the guest out the door and I start to head back to the studio. I walk into the studio. There's a station owner as well as uh, his assistant. They are already listening to the episode. And he's listening to it like really intently. And the speaker system in this room is just phenomenal. I mean, I'm listening to myself and I'm going, wow, I've got a great voice. He goes, man, I love your energy. Uh, I love the snappiness of the conversation. I love the questions that you're asking. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) So he says, yeah, you got to fix the mic bleed, but this is really good. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, this is great, right? So I go off and I start hammering out other episodes. Now, one of the things that he did come back to me on is he said, you know, the only thing I don't like about what it is you're doing is I don't like the name of your show. And I was like, well, to tell you the truth, I don't blame you because I've thought several times of changing it. I just haven't. He says, no, he says, you, we need to change the name of your show. So he asked me to explain my show to him, which I did. And something came out of my mouth and I will share it with you in another, in another future episode when we're ready to go live. But something came out of my mouth. He's like, that's it. That's the name of your show. And I remember thinking to myself, wow. Okay. I don't know how I'm going to make a domain name out of that because it's four words. But I'll, I'll think of something. I'm not, you know, I, I'm good to go. So anyways, moral of the story is, is that he listened to a few of the episodes and he said, these are really good. We're ready for prime time. 
And I just remember sitting back in my chair going, holy smokes. So then we started talking about things like time slot and uh, when it was going to start. We started talking things about, um, you know, like creating, you know, how to create revenue, advertising space, things like that, because it is a radio show. Of course, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking too, well, I've got to get a new website built because the name of the show is changing and I got to get my email list ready because I will be encouraging people to sign up for my email, right? You never put out a piece of content without a call to action, even a radio show. Anyways, things have just been moving along at at absolute warp speed. In the next episode, uh, I'm going to share with you how even more doors have been opening for me throughout uh, the state of Michigan and how my dream of getting this into the ears of all Michiganders is starting to come to fruition. That's all the time I got for today. I hope you guys are doing well, and I will catch you in the next episode. Cheers. Cheers.